Welcome to day 10 of the Get Up and Go Challenge. Let's get some soap. Sharon Horn-Elstrom here, and today we're going to talk about the framework, the soap framework, and we're just briefly going to cover it, and then over the next four days, we're going to dig deeply into the soap framework. We'll do a day for each letter, S-O-A-P, so we can really understand and give a concrete example of how to apply the soap framework. Now, this soap framework is a framework that I've used for probably the last 10 years in a solid positive way. And I never called it the soap framework. I didn't actually call it anything. It was just the steps and the things that I did whenever I was faced with a challenge, a change, an obstacle, a setback, a failure, or some situation, either positive or negative. Of course, they always feel like there's more po negative than positive, but positive or negative, and how to make sure that I was gonna be better off after that thing happened than before the thing happened. And I didn't start calling it the soap framework until COVID. With COVID, I, I thought about, well, what are the steps that I take whenever I face a change or a challenge? Because I wanted to do something to help myself get through COVID and through the challenges that were coming our way, as well as if I was gonna help myself, why not help other people as well? And I got to thinking about, well, how do I change? We did this over the last couple of days. I got to thinking about the things that we've done so far these 10 days. We're 10 days, a third of the way into our 30-day challenge. And I'm just now sharing with you this framework. Why? Because if we don't do the, the foundational work, the, it makes it harder to install the framework. It makes it harder for us to be open to considering another way of doing things. You know, we, we talked pretty in depth in the last couple of days about what is your automatic change process? Mine had done a lot. I've done this at least five in-depth times during all of these challenges now. But prior to that, I'd done it little bit piecemeal over the decades of my life. Our experiences equal our life, right? All of the things that we experience come together to create our life. And we want those things mostly to be positive and we want to be on a continuously improving path to become a better version of ourselves. Um, if we were to think about our overall purpose, I spent a lot of years running after trying to figure out what's my purpose? Why am I here? You know, the, the big questions that we ask and then we forget about because we're busy running through our lives. Well, I discovered that my purpose and actually everybody's purpose is just to experience this life as we uniquely can, as we uniquely are, and as we have experiences, as we grow, both good and bad experiences, and learn from them, we become a, a different, ever-evolving person. I mean, we're definitely, think back, are you the same exact person that you were 10 years ago? I'm definitely not the same person I was 10 years ago. Light years different in that that person almost killed me. The person I was before I was 50 is very different and, and at 50 is very different than the person I am at 60. 10 years can make a huge difference in our life and who we are and how we show up in the world. Uh, I was on a one-way track to uh, an early grave, literally, and destruction because of the choices I had been making in my life before. Not bad choices by other people's estimation, but literally working myself to death, running through my life, not experiencing things, ignoring things that were a problem and a challenge for me because I just didn't want to deal with them. So after I had a sudden, sudden cardiac arrest and nearly didn't uh, exist after that point, I knew that I had to do something differently. I had to change the way I was responding to change and challenges because how I was responding to them before was definitely not serving me very well. At that point, I was facing challenges in you know, we talk about the, whoops, throwing papers around. So 
Uh, we talk about the different areas and aspects of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial relationships and contribution. I would say I was literally facing challenges in every single one of those areas simultaneously. And I will say that facing challenges in all those areas simultaneously can absolutely positively kill you. So we want to make sure that that doesn't happen to you or anyone else if I absolutely possibly can prevent it. So how do we do that? We do things like come up with frameworks for helping us deal with challenges and changes. Do we deal with challenges and changes all simultaneously in all those areas and aspects of our life? Well, if you're a superhero, maybe, but I usually deal with them one thing at a time, right? I, I'm a, I am a dedicated multitasker. I personally believe that if women couldn't multitask, the species would cease to exist. I say that a lot and people laugh, but it's so true. If you're a mom, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're a working mom or even a stay-at-home mom, my God, just being a mom alone, being a mother is a full-time occupation and job. And then if you add on to that, all the other things that that women have to do, and some men, there's there's stay-at-home, there's not stay-at-home, there's single dads now too. Uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think all the studies to prove that we can't multitask are are interesting, but I don't I don't buy it. I think that they're just ways to prove that yes, focus is important, but we also there's some things that we can do that it's perfectly okay to multitask. I like to visualize and meditate and think about things when I'm driving. I don't drive anymore, but that's another story. Uh, <clears throat> but I like to do things while I'm driving. When I used to drive to and from work, I used to have big commute when I worked in corporate America. I would drive at least an hour, maybe two or two and a half hours on, with traffic. Um, one way to and from work. And so I had a lot of time in the car. We can listen to the radio and you can let other people think for you or nowadays you can listen to your phones, I guess. But I always use that as time to learn and grow. I always had personal development. Yes, cassette tapes when cassette tapes were in the car. I actually bought a car based on whether it had a cassette player in it or not because I had so many cassette tapes. And then I finally switched to CDs, but I always had to have a player in my car so I could feed my brain what I wanted to feed my brain. All right, back to the SOAP framework. I'm getting off track. SOAP framework, S-O-A-P. Uh, trying to decide if I want to tell you what it stands for or not. I think I'll save it for tomorrow. Tomorrow, and I'll break it down over the next four days, the S, the O, the A, and the P, and we'll talk about in detail what each one of them are. But what I want to do is I want to use a specific concrete example. So our challenge today, it's not a very hard challenge, is to just tell me in the comments below and pick which of these areas you want me to start with and use an exam and do an example for. Um, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial relationships, and contribution. If I don't get any input, I'm going to start with physical. I almost decided I was going to start with financial because I pretty much always start with physical. But my personal experience leads me to know and believe, it's my belief, it might not be yours, that if our physical well-being isn't taken care of, that's a foundational thing to me. If our physical well-being, and same with mental, emotional, and spiritual, if our beingness isn't taken care of, nothing else matters because we don't have the energy, the drive, the desire to take care of anything else. So I vote physical, but I'm open to any of the other areas because guess what? Over the next 20 days, 21 days before we're done with this challenge, we will have a deep dive example in each one of these. But for the first one, I like to go through and do it, break it down in four days so you really start to understand the SOAP framework and, and how powerful it is and realize that you can make it your own and install it in your subconscious and know that every time you're faced with a challenge or a choice or a decision that it will automatically serve up this process for you 
and filter through and guarantee you're gonna get better results than before you used or had a framework like this installed and we're using. Now, before you think it's manipulative and it's just my, my system, keep in mind that everything you learn, you make your own. You decide automatically whether you're gonna accept it or not. So I'm not manipulating or convincing anybody to do anything. I'm just sharing what I do and what has worked for literally thousands of other people in terms of guaranteeing that they have better results after a change or challenge than before. You can choose to use it in any way that you want or not use it at all, you can reject it. But know that the cool thing about a framework and about this particular framework is you make it your own and you create it and use it and install it in a way that works best and best suits you. So that's it today. Tell me in the comments below which area you wanna see a soap framework and we wanna clean up first. And I'll be with you tomorrow for the S in whatever area we're gonna work on. And I'll be honest, it's really hard for me to do some of these, especially if anybody's seen my uh, challenges before. The relationship one seems to be my biggest challenge when it comes to certain types of relationship. Personally, in terms of sharing with other people, some things I think you, we wanna just keep to ourselves, but um, that seems to be a challenge one for me. Anyway, have an awesome day. I will be with you tomorrow. Bye.